0: Welcome to episode 60 of the Inside Vibe. I'm your host, Tim Schaefer. I'm here with my co-host, Rudy. How are you doing this week? Hey, Tim. I'm good. I'm just super tired. You know, I know we're getting
1: older, but I've been having a lot of those stay up till three, four in the morning playing video games nights, and I just, I can't handle it the same. It feels good getting that far in the game that I'm playing, but my God, it's hard the next day. I feel like I'm hungover or something. (laughs) So you somehow (laughs) aged about five years in a week. (laughs) Seriously. That's how I feel. Like uh, my buddy saw me the other day and he was like, you know, he's quite a bit younger. He was like, oh man, I'm so tired today. I was like, oh, what, what'd you do? He's like, I went out drinking. I was like, oh, cool. He's like, you seem tired too. I'm like, yeah, I didn't go out drinking, but I definitely <laughs> stayed in front of my computer screen till four in the morning drinking (laughs) g-fuel
0: well first of all did you actually drink g-fuel that's what i want to know
1: i honestly did i this is a total side total side note but i used to be big into like uh like on the weekends i'll drink like a red bull and stay up and play video games tired, right and then it just started making me feel like crap so i always would see g-fuel i'm like what is this stuff all about let me just and i saw it has like no sugar i'm like let me just give this a try so i ordered some like very standard flavors you know blue whatever and I was like, oh, like I made it myself, just water and the pa- one scoop of the powder. I I drank it well, like one night and I played the games for a while. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Like, and then since then I got like uh two more flavors. I got the Elden Ring, the Crimson Tears one. Oh man, so cool. <laughs> and it actually tastes really good. So now I'm like a GPS. The G fact fuel that there's an Elden person. Ring flavor. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird.
0: Dude, I'm it's awesome.
1: It. They they have like uh promotions that they do all the time. You know, I have like a, there's like a Sonic flavor, Elden Ring, whatever, you know? So now that I've kind of gotten into it, I'm like, this is a way better alternative to Red Bull and it doesn't cost me anything every time, you know, you buy, you buy a container for like 25 bucks and then you have it for what, 40, 40 drinks or something, you know? So nice. it's pretty cool, man. I like it. But uh, on the other note, I have been trying to work out a lot in the summer too. Oh, okay. okay, Trying to keep that pump going too, you know? So
0: This last, I want to say it's probably a good year and a half, maybe even two years of me like working out when I can, eating better, all of that. Now, the last six months, I have yet to work out at all, but (laughs) my diet has greatly improved. That's, That's the biggest part of it, honestly. Yeah. And I have been losing like even in this last- I don't know, month and a half. Because at last, I checked my weight, I was like two twenty-two. Now I'm like two thirteen. So like it is, I am losing weight. So yeah, yeah, and it's
1: it's like uh, it's like in the
0: background, you know. You don't you're just eating different things or whatever, and it just yeah, I'm just not eating crappy stuff. Like I'm I'm not. I mean, I put soda sodas away a long time ago. But sure. even like, I won't even drink sweet tea. I'll just drink like waters or yeah, I'll yeah. just uh, when it comes to food, like chicken, turkey, I won't eat like red meats. Not that I right, right, like, right. shouldn't be eating red meats, but I'm just trying to get more lean meat. Right, so right. I all. get it. I get it. Yeah, no, yeah. I,
1: I've been doing the similar thing ever since I went on those like three back-to-back vacations. I was like, oh, I got to drop down. So yeah. same with me. I've been kind of like fluctuating around a good weight now, so mm-hmm. I'm happy with
0: it. So yeah, man. So you'll see by the title of this episode, I'm calling it "Ruler Drone" <laughs> because, I mean, I've never called a single episode just a video game, but right. I just think, I mean, it's a slow period and I was so blown yeah. away by this game. Sure. I'm like, let's just dive really deep into this one game and instead of saving it for what we're playing, I just feel it's too important and it really needs to be talked about because I mean, it's a cheap price It's the perfect evolution of like Tony Hawk, something I was like incredibly addicted to whenever I was like a teenager, like playing this game constantly. And I'm just like, wow, it seems so simple. Like somebody would have come up with this a long time ago. Yet they're (laughs) just now doing it because it it feels exactly like Tony Hawk. And it's even structured like Tony Hawk in the sense of like all the challenges that you have to get, like, oh, a pro score, a six score, Do you want um, a certain grab through the trick yes. token. Yeah, yeah. It's so Tony Hawk, but now you have guns and to get ammo for your guns, you just got to do tricks and the fact that you're going like slow-mo, like a John Wick sort of moment and you're just like unloading bullets and uh, I don't know, it's, it's incredibly addicting, it's incredibly fun and I'm just so, it's so simple of a premise, but they executed it so well and I guess why they did so well it's the people who did Ollie Ollie which that was a really like it felt like a really good game. Uh that I just I didn't play much of it. I don't know about you. Did you ever get into Ollie Ollie? I played only a little bit same as you. I tried it yeah. out. I think it was free like, on PS Plus or something. I knew it felt good, but I just wasn't that into it, but I am so into this. This is incredible. I mean, and it looks awesome like 120 FPS. Oh my putting God, yeah. on like what um I'm blanking on the <laughs> the screen resolution, 1440p. Oh, yeah, right, whenever yeah. you're throwing into that, room, playing at 120 because you don't need that great of specs to get it running that well. Because oh, I yeah, mean, this no. game could have ran on like a PS3 or something, no problem,
1: dude. It's so I totally agree with everything you're saying. And the first thing I noticed about the game was it's just so beautiful. The art style looks so yes. good on that resolution with like a, a you know really good computer and everything. I mean, like you said, you don't even need that, but if you do have it, it just makes yeah. it look even really better. Um, the gameplay man I, it took me all of 5 minutes to be hooked on the gameplay i am like holy crap this is like brilliant I, I can't believe how fun this is i knew i'd like it cuz once they mentioned like doom eternal and the switching between weapons uh, in the reviews i saw i was like okay this totally That's right a now.
0: good reference doom eternal because in doom yeah. eternal you know how you're like killing a certain way to get ammo what is it the chainsaw to get ammo i forgot uh, the how chainsaw
1: gives you ammo the blood punch or excuse me the like the male, the glory kill gives you health And then the
0: the flame belch gives you armor. So it's almost like a a cycle, you know? And that's how this game sort of works here is you're doing certain actions so you can get um, ammo out of it. Also, I love how it does this with like, okay, so you know when Tony Hawk, you just spin the stick to basically like do like a, a, a spinning around. The fact that the spin is attached to R1, I feel is a game changer as well. Because I was curious on the controls sidestepping, but it'll make sense. So like, okay, circle or B on an Xbox controller, that would be a grab and the other side would be a kickflip. Well, since you're on roller skates, I was confused. Like, okay, I have the grab button, but what would the other side button be? Right? Well, this is to dodge bullets. right? And if you time it correctly... You know, you'll get like an extra combo out of it. Like, max pain
1: pain time. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, like, (laughs) a shooting towards you, you'll see like a red line towards you. Well, if you wait till it turns like it's red for a while, it turns gray. You hit it during the gray mold before it turns red again. In that little window there, you hit B or circle. Next thing you know, you're doing the dodge and it's perfect timing. And then, you know, you could be at a times 10 combo. Now you're at, you know, uh, times eleven or whatever, because of that. Thing. It doesn't like, well, even, like double actually. Damage, it doesn't. You know? It doesn't even uh, times your combo. Your combo no. only counts if you get a kill, right? Right, so and then the person you the kill goes damage. one, two, three, four, five, right. and it keeps stacking every time you get a kill. It will just make sure the combo doesn't go away. It'll bring all the way to the top again if you get a dodge. Yep. perfect. Yep. That's what it does. But and it gives you that quick double damage, which I love. It's so cool. But there's all these systems of like uh, whenever yeah. you're pushing the R1 as you're uh, dodging a bullet. Now you're getting even more points in combos right. and you can turn that into a grind or you can wall ride. It's hundred percent Tony Hawk. Just now yeah. you have pistols or you have a shotgun and with the shotgun, you can even time the shotgun for extra yep. damage with like a slug shot. Slug shot so, yep. Yeah. It's, it's so many mechanics all based around such simple, easy to do premises I I think the game is so, so smart. And the sad part is, I think so many people will
1: not play this. So it's our job to really get the word out there. (laughs) My God. Yes. It's so fun because you know what? They do so many smart things. Like, okay. So one thing that comes to mind is, Okay, so we mentioned that to get your ammo back, you have to do tricks. It could be anything, right? Like you would do a quick grind, whatever. But what I think is really cool is you can't just abuse the system. You can't just do a kick, like jump off the air, like while you're just moving and do a quick little half spin and you get all your ammo back. It doesn't work that way. It's incremental, right? Mm -hmm. So you really want to load up your pistols again. You got to go off. Do a grind, jump, spin. Yeah, you did a simple
0: trick. You would only get one bullet.
1: Right, right, which I love, and I think that's so cool because you can't really exploit it. And then, like we said, mentioned before, like the Doom aspect of it, I won't say just like in Doom, you can take down any enemy with any weapon, sure, but there are smart weapons that are designed specifically to take certain enemies out. Like those, uh, the riot guys, I always do the slug shots on them. But could you take them out with other things? Sure. But uh, it, once it, once it all starts, like, wh- I especially love with the story of the game. Like, you're in the locker room. You start walking out. And all of a sudden, you're skating towards the entrance. That's, like, so cool. I think that's awesome yes, how they do it, yes. you know? And you jump in. And I feel like this game is a perfect game to, like, make a cool mixtape video and put it out on the internet, you know? Like, I can only imagine. It has court- that the-
0: twisted metal feel in the yeah. way it's, um, I guess, presented in a more, like, mature manner, I guess. Right, Right. No, no. Yep, agreed.
1: It's, it's man, what a game. It's super awesome. And the, the other thing I want to mention is this game, if you are super, super good, like I'm talking about, you're beating everything top yeah. tier the whole time, you could probably beat it in like two or three hours. Sure. Um, However, I've been playing for almost four hours and I still have about four or five levels left because you they they kind of block you right like you get to the semifinals you can't advance to the finals until you do a certain number of challenges so that gives you incentive to go back oh let me do and the the challenges are fun they're cool like uh do a a nose grind and kill a guy okay here's yeah. one challenge or do a spinning kickflip through this little token that's floating in there you know cool stuff like that so it it promotes a lot of replayability this game is like the most replayable game i've played in a long time because so, Tony
0: Hawk one and two, like when the remakes came out, I really love them, but technically I've been there, done that a million times. So I right. still was only able to like play for a bit until I felt like, well, I'm still kind of doing the same thing. It just sort of run better, looks better. Yep. This yep. is what we needed to the formula. So that just, oh, fun. now it feels so fresh, it feels so new, but yet it still also feels super familiar. It's the perfect evolution to that. I agree. Uh, I, I agree. Love it. Hey. And
1: the, you, the crazy thing is, I don't know if you've done this yet, but I was going back. You know, the game is, from what I can tell, it's set into four different um, waves of like a tournament. You know, you're in this tournament. Yeah,
0: where, I'm, I'm still in the first wave, the fourth okay. level. I've played two hours of it. And what I'm doing is like, I won't move on until I finish all the challenges. All the challenges okay, yeah. yeah. So,
1: so what I was doing was, I was kind of just playing it through and doing challenges as I, as I went. You know, obviously I wouldn't do all of them. But I'm on the third wave now and i got okay. to a point where, where it was telling me um, oh sorry before i got to the third one it said you need to unlock you know 12 more challenges so i went okay. all the way back to level the first wave of levels and it's amazing how much better you are now like i was just destroying <laughs> the first level out it's awesome because you it's not like you gained a bunch of new yeah you get some new weapons but that's not making the difference the difference is i've gotten so much better at controlling the game and maneuvering and keeping yeah. your eye on everything going on you know which is so. speaking
0: much of that i remember whenever i like okay, I played the first level a lot, right, and just trying to clear them all. And the very moment I started with the second, I'm like, this is quite a leap in difficulty compared to the first stage to the second. And it did the same even to the third. They're like big bumps in difficulty. And I was just like, man, I was like, I was stressful. I was a little worried at first. (laughs) But after a few minutes, it's weird how quickly you get comfortable with the new level. And you're like, oh, this isn't a problem anymore once you've played it a few times. But I remember being so like, Dude, there's no way I'm even gonna finish this level whenever I first <laughs> try it. It seems like, wow, this is quite a leap forward in difficulty, but Dude, it's weird it, how quick you just adjust.
1: Yeah, and and I will say this game is I wouldn't I don't even know if this is the right word, but maybe a little misleading, but not in a bad way, because some people might view this and think like like Tony Hawk was so it's pretty, pretty easy, you know, pretty simple, but man, I'm on the third wave of levels right now and it's getting hard. Like I lost <laughs> twice today and it doesn't, it's not frustrating though. I think it's, I'm like, Oh my God, I can't wait to try again. It's just so much fun. And, and wait until you get to, I'm not going to say anything, but there's boss fights. Oh my God. They're so cool. Just, you'll see. I didn't it even game. know there was boss fights. Dude, That's cool. It's, okay. It gets awesome, man. So super enjoying this game. It's really good. It's a good showcase game too. You want to show someone a fun game? Have them sit down next to you for How, a how much is it? So on Steam right now, it's only 19 bucks as a discount. It's normally okay. 30, but it's they're discounted. They're doing the same 30. on
0: PlayStation. I saw somebody show, like, I, it may be all platforms, like, the first week of release, I think they're discounting across the got board. It. Yeah, I got it for 19 bucks. I was like, that's a steal, man. Sweet. So. Also, apparently, this is causing a lot of big ruckus because PlayStation, speaking of PlayStation, they had those game trials. Well, this right. is one of them when it came out oh, you could play the first, like, two hours of the game, you get the game trial. Well, a lot of people are saying it's, like, a bug or an issue of, like, it's not supposed to take place. But (laughs) I remember whenever we were doing the news on initially, remember I was saying something about how once you start the download, it goes into the time available? Well. A lot of people, they're downloading the game and then they start it and they only have like 30 minutes <laughs> to play it of this like two hour demo. And they're like, what the hell is going on? And everyone's like, oh, it must be a bug and blah, blah, blah. But I remember clearly, right? If I remember correctly, I think that was in the story of like, oh, once you start the download, it starts the time.
1: I think we remember. I remember we we discussed it. I want to say there was a reason we discussed yeah. it. I don't think it was like a hypothetical thing. If so, though, how dumb is that? Is. I mean, really? Yes.
0: Whether it's a bug or not, um, or it's just an error, well, there's clearly still something wrong happening with that, and they got to either get that fixed one way or another, whether it's intentional or not. thats I mean, what's the point? You got to download the game. That takes up your time while you're downloading? That's so dumb. That's kind of crazy, man. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm seeing that go all over the place. But anyway, I just had to highlight this game because I think it is just super important on... I mean, if you were ever into Tony Hawk's or even that BMX bike and tricking, any of these extreme sports games where you're just doing tricks and stuff, this is the next like evolution we needed. Because if you try and play them, like yeah, they can still be fun, but we've kind of been there and done that for many years, and we just kind of like over it, and need to move on. Same sure. thing, like honestly, with Doom, right? Until that 2016 Doom, like if you were to just play the next Doom, it never really felt like a huge leap forward and yeah. uh this is that huge leap that there's the genre needed the controls are just perfect like it, if anything bad ever happens it's 100 percent your fault you know i never i never felt uh gypped or anything in any way no
1: th- that's why i don't get mad when i lose in the game you know because yeah. i feel like oh man i just was i was so caught up in trying to take this one guy out i didn't see the, the other dude shooting the green stuff at you and you're yes. in. The, you know what i mean like there's always some reason you're dying so I think it's a blast, man. It's super good. It's definitely going to be one of my favorite games this year. I'd be shocked if it's not in the in the top running. And it caught me by surprise completely. That's that's my favorite part about it, you
0: know. Oh, speaking of which, so, too, like I mentioned it to you a few minutes in, I was like, "Ooh, I think this is going to be game of the year material here." Like <laughs> sure. This just feels and looks way too awesome. It's amazing, man. I when I, when um people told me about
1: it, I was like, "Okay, I'm sure it's fun, but I
0: was you know, very whatever on it until I actually
1: played." Yeah. It. Yeah, same here. I was like, even when people were recommending it to me, I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe I'll check it out. But in my head, I'm thinking like, ah, I probably won't. But then, man, totally wrong. After I saw some reviews, I was like, all right, let me give this a try. And then, man, I'm so glad I ended up playing it, so...
0: This is a game they do need to make a demo on all platforms of just being able to just the first level. That's all you would need. And I feel you to get so many people hooked. I you.
1: think you're to- totally right. And the first level is small enough and quick enough that you're not giving away a ton of the game, you know? So,
0: And there's enough content to rerun a bunch of times. It makes me think on oh, way yeah. back on the PlayStation 1 days when you get the Tony Hawk demo, right? It was just the warehouse. You'd play a million times over. This is very similar yeah. vibe there. Yep, just you could yep. you could run it back a thousand times. Like I, I could play that first level many hours just trying to get a high enough score over my friends and all of that for sure. Uh, which I was doing. I was checking the the leaderboards, and I was looking at your score, and I was like, "Ooh, I gotta get okay." Let me rerun that back and see if I can <laughs> get <a new> score,
1: <laughs> dude. I don't even feel like I'm doing very good at all. Like, only reason some of my scores went higher is because I had to go back and try them again. But some on the most recent oh, that, one, I that did... first
0: that first stage, uh, you got like a 25 combo, and I got like oh, okay. 23, and I was like, "Ooh, wait, let me run that back and see if I can get over 25." That <laughs> was like oh, awesome. that was a good run.
1: <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, but that's cool that it encourages you know competitiveness like that. Yeah. Um, on the third wave of levels, I didn't realize it just because I was so close to the end of the level and I had two guys who were like super high up. It's hard to get to them and I'm trying my best not to die. So I'm taking like a long, long time. Like I'm talking about like <laughs> 10 plus minutes and yeah. I didn't realize that like I finished it. I'm like, yes, I finally beat that one. And then it said, and it gave me a score of zero because they said I took too long. It yeah, went yeah, over yeah, the, yeah. About the third. I'm like, oh man, I got to do that whole thing over <laughs> So,
0: I didn't think yeah. it would penalize you that much, though, to where yeah. you just end with zero. Yeah. If you
1: go over the – because I saw when I finished, you know, typically you go over the time, it'll be like minus 50,000, right? I saw it. I said minus 278,000. I'm like, what the – that's like my whole score. And then I realized it's because <laughs> I went over the time on it. So. But I'm happy to try it again, man. I think I got – I think in the third wave there's three levels maybe? can't remember. I want to say three. I think I got I like no five idea. levels left, something like that. So very fun but- – even when we
0: finish all the content one is just fun to play but two this would be so easy to add dlc to keep people like coming back all they have to do is just keep adding levels or maybe new weapons whatever the case is sure if they were to just add one new map when you finish it you're going to want to go back and play the new map right like this is such an easy way to keep people coming back like and it's not like it's all just in the art style and the flow and the combat like wouldn't it seem that hard now that they have the formula down to just make new content? You feel they could push it out pretty quickly,
1: yeah. And and uh, I realized from watching the reviews, there's a mode I forgot what it's called, it's on the home screen though.
0: Oh, 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 that's locked. What is like a uh, blood something? I forget what it's called. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you right now how to unlock out for blood mode. That's what it okay. is. Okay, is it PvP? What is that? Okay, out for
1: blood is set in 2031, which I'm assuming is a year later, returns for a second season uh, increases the difficulty significantly. Um, okay. And they bake it into the story too, which I think is kind of cool. You know, the governing body is trying to make the sport more deadly to pull in more viewers. Um, all the house player enemy types will appear in every level <clears throat> and they'll deal 1.5 times the amount of damage they do in the normal game. However, Carol will have access to all four of her weapons right away. You also get to enjoy a remix version of the soundtrack. I mean, that's Basically really cool. Basically a new game plus. Yeah. And separate set of leaderboards. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's actually pretty awesome.
0: I can't really think of anything else to to add on this. I just urge people. It's very, very fun. If Tony Hawk at any point in your life, if you're really enjoying those games, like give this a shot for real.
1: I totally agree. I think it's uh, one of the best games I've played this year. And... I think more people should play it. And like you said, it pulls you in so easily. It took me 5 minutes before I was like, wow, this game is a lot of fun. Like just like you, I I I play and I'm playing for a good 10, 15 minutes and then <laughs> next thing you know, hours later you're still playing.
0: Yes, so. yes, yes. Um also great on Steam Deck. I've been playing there too. I haven't um, played on Steam Deck. Okay, it, it's tell. not like I did jump to my PC cuz I wanted to play on like the higher frame rate in a bigger yeah. screen. Yeah. It's both it's great both places. I mean, um also uh cuz you were thinking of like okay, It's a great indie game. It's a great, like, game of the year to contender. We had really awesome, like, we didn't have that many big games outside of Elden Ring, but we did have Tunic, which was amazing. Love that game. We did have Death's Door, which was Mm -hmm. awesome. There was some awesome indies, but this is, like, this isn't just another, like, I would put this immediately way above a Tunic, like, right when I felt like this is, like, this goes up there as, like, I don't know, just as big as a AAA experience. It's, it's, of like, it's, it's it, up it's there. Like, it's like totally. playing the next God of War in terms of how good it is. I don't know. I don't know how totally to describe agree. it.
1: You know, you know what I think would be, just, just a side note to mention, I think we should probably, I know we're not in September yet, but I, since we haven't done it yet, we should probably do a like a game of the year watch, you know? Yeah, Now yeah, that we've yeah, got yeah. To this point in the year, I think now's a good time to evaluate uh, everything that's come out. How do we feel? And so on, so...
0: Yeah, we can work towards that and then next episode just sort of throw down our our yeah. nomination of what we think so far. But yeah, this Definitely is... Definitely go play this game. Playoffs. I'm
1: going to... It seems that I have uh, three levels left. They're super hard, so who knows? But I'm going to try to even see if I can finish that tonight. But we'll see. That's easier said than done. So
0: <laughs> also, I, also, I don't think we talked enough on... Uh, like, the... Almost... The, I guess the story or the setting and all yeah. of that is really, really strong. It feels it, yeah. very... um It's like set in the future, almost as if they made it in the '80s, like what 2030 would look like in their mind. Because 2030 is only like eight years ahead. In no way is it going to look like this, but it's in that style of almost like um, Blade Runner, whenever that was made in the '80s, and put out what they thought the future would be. It's very much in that aesthetic. Yep, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, very cool game. So. All right, well, let's get into the first news story here. PlayStation PC launcher references found in a Marvel Spider-Man remastered code. Very so cool. there's a very high chance or at this point, I mean, it could confirm it outside of sometimes they'll put something in the code, even though they won't actually use it later on if something else comes up. But I feel pretty confident if they're finding this and that, that there is going to be a launcher coming up soon now. Is this something you, one, would even use, two, what could they do to separate themselves from the herd?
1: Yeah, so I, for me, it depends on a number of factors. Like, is it a launcher, but I have to launch from there? Like, can I still buy it on Steam? Can I buy it on Steam and maybe it still integrates? That would be the, the most ideal situation for me. I think that would be really cool if they did that, like a sort of... Um, Think like
0: uh, well, Ubisoft. Ubisoft will do it. Yeah, like Ubisoft you'll buy a game work, on Steam, yeah. and then it'll pop up a little Ubisoft thing that you could log in. That way, right, you can keep certain right. Ubisoft things and that'd stuff be inside fine. Of uh, it. That'd be fine with me. Yeah. Something
1: like that, and uh, I don't even care about trophies, but I know a lot of people do. So that'd be cool if they integrated that. Uh, you know, it'd be cool. I don't if care I was- either, but I
0: would love that. Yeah, if I could yeah. log into this, and then if I earned an achievement, even if I'm on my PC, it still works towards my PlayStation right, trophies. Right. That would yep. be a big get, or even um you know just appearing
1: I'm um, playing Spider-Man PC I appear um on the friends list for PlayStation and everything um that would be awesome so I'm all for this I hope that again that this is a step towards do I think PlayStation anytime soon is going to do their games day one on their service no but do I think we're heading towards them putting their games on PC day one I think
0: we are heading there honestly so I hope this is a step in that direction because, man, that would be... Like, I would want that and I'd hope for that. I'm still just like, man, I I don't know if they would, but I would really like it, you know?
1: Yeah, I just feel like they're probably crunching the numbers and running data and figuring out that putting their games on PC is not really going to hurt them. It's only going to benefit them, really. How many people are going to switch over from their... You know, people who love PlayStation, they're like hardcore. Like, I only want to play on PlayStation, you know? So I just feel like they're not going to really be losing... That much by doing that but who knows?
0: now if this did everything i wanted it to do and i could have all my dreams fulfilled with this launcher what i would want is it like basically how the xbox app does so right. when i launch the xbox app i can remote play into my xbox and i can play for my pc i'd want that feature i'd want it to connect to the console in all entirety i could remote play from it i could um pull whatever data from it in terms of trophies I could buy a game and I could either launch it on PC or I could launch it on PlayStation. It'd be a cross-buy thing like Xbox. like Have all of that in it like uh, as if it's just an extension of your PlayStation and all your purchases and all your trophies and all your stats and whatever you could possibly just run hand in hand instead of it being two separate units. That's what I would love out of this launcher now. I don't see PlayStation doing that just because I feel they would just want more money out of the consumer and want people to buy a game twice and all of that. But of if it was somehow a way they could, I mean, they've technically done this in the past. Like uh, remember the cross by stuff of like PS3 and Vita or PS4 and Vita and all of that. Like, isn't that the same thing? Like, and they've technically done this in the past. It'd be great if they could do this again. Yeah. It's just, it, it was a case by case basis with the, yeah. You know,
1: Hey, this game has crossplay and cross save, but this one only has cross play and this one only has cross right. save. Like, it's like <laughs> so annoying, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I hope that that's a real thing. And I hope uh, the more they embrace PC, the better I think it is. Like, hon- honestly, my own selfish desires aside, I, I think it can only benefit them, you know?
0: So, yeah, yeah, yeah. See what because people are I don't know. If I, Horizon <laughs> comes out and I buy it on PlayStation, I'm like, well, if I have an option and I'm like, well, I'd love to play it on PC, it'll PlayStation the fact of me not having to decide and it just goes to both anyway, and I can just play wherever I want. Right. Yes. I would right. love that. I, I hope that this somehow can do that. No.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm in total agreement. I think it would be cool having a little PC launch, oh, excuse me, PlayStation PC launcher. Um, maybe they could even tap more into some of those features to connect everything, make it one. And yeah, again, your comp, your main competition is Xbox. That's fine. You can keep it that way. I don't yeah. see why you can't, um, Embrace this part of it. Look at the stuff people are doing with your games on PC. It's so cool, you
0: know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah wouldn't that be neat? It's like, okay, you're making progress in a game, but you want to play with mods. Well, right. me having to buy again and start from scratch right. would really suck if I could just, oh, now I can continue where I left off, but now I can mess with mods or whatever, but I don't have to buy again, and I don't have to start my save file from scratch again and all that. Obviously, you can implement a thing to where once you enable mods, hey, you can't earn trophies anymore. They do that a lot of games anyway. Like the very moment you add in cheat codes in games, they disabled all online functionality afterwards, right? That's something they could very easily implement.
1: Yes. Yep. They totally could do that. So. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yep. uh, that's that's exciting to think like what they could do with this. Now, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm just going to, even if there is a launcher, <laughs> I'm going to expect it very bare bones, but you know. Yeah, yeah, that is what it is. Um, Now, this next one, by the way, I want to add a
1: note to this after, but it says, despite a recent Bloomberg report that the Knights of the Old Republic remake was delayed indefinitely, which we discussed last week, the game might still be on its way this year. Now, that being said, I did see uh, Jason Schreier was like going off, like, this is definitely not coming this year. I don't care what anyone says. You know, I'm not doubting him, but I also am like, So why don't you tell us why you know that for sure? Please, share more because I want to know. So I don't know what to believe at this point, but also says according to a financial report from Embracer Group, one of the group's AAA projects has transitioned to another studio within the group and that it isn't expecting any material delays for the title based on this transition. The company said the delay was to ensure the quality bar is where we need it to be for the title. So what do you think?
0: I think it's pretty simple. Like they saw what Aspire was doing. It wasn't good enough for them. So they just gave it to a different team that they own. And I'm like, here's all the work they did. Continue it going forward and just put it into better people's hands.
1: Yeah. Now, I think
0: because right. of that one, don't expect a delay BS there. I mean, it, it, and, some way it's going to get delayed in the sense of having to have the new team learn what all was already done learn how everything's working with the engine all of that it's going to take some time to catch people up they just can't immediately start where they left off and know exactly what they were doing and planning even if they were alongside them telling them every step of the way it still takes time to learn whatever they were working on right so like I'm expecting, let's say they were planning on this game to come out the end of this year until they saw what they saw and was like, ooh, we got to cut this, right? Right. So maybe it could come out the end of, what, next year or early the year after, something like Um, that. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So that's where I'm putting my expectations. Now, this does make me really happy, though, because at least we know this is still coming. uh, Yeah. Which... I'm very excited for. Okay. Whether that was the end of this year or whether it's two years later, I just want a Nights Silver Republic remake really badly.
1: I'm with you, man. I'm with you.
0: Now, does this mean that it's still a PS5 exclusive? That's the, where I'm curious. Yeah. That may change, but we don't I don't, it, I don't know. Yeah. I keep
1: that stuff tightly, you know, tightly wrapped. So who knows? But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just want to hear more about it. Whenever we do, show us something that'd be nice and go from yeah. there. So
0: uh next up here death stranding will hit pc game pass next tuesday august 23rd people
1: are so crazy about this jesus christ (laughs) i just want to say the most pathetic people i see on the internet are people who get mad at stuff like this like just stop why are you mad that a game is going to a place where more people can play it does it take Uh, it away from you does it work that way like do you all of a sudden lose access to it on playstation
0: Now, I think this is a very, very, very interesting story because of what this means, because Sony did fund this game. Now, this might be somewhat surprised for those who not cut up on Death Stranding's journey from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5 and then PC. Sony and PlayStation funded Kojima Project's development of Death Stranding, and it's a right. PlayStation intellectual property. PlayStation owns the IP. All right. So, yes, 505 published it, but what I mean is... Without it, it's like that Bayonetta thing, you know what I mean? Of like, yes, uh, Nintendo basically funded that game so Bayonetta could come to Switch, but it is a PlayStation IP. I want to, I couldn't remember, I thought I saw something
1: about where is that strand based on? No, of course, it's not telling me where I need to know.
0: I just remember so, there was something
1: else I saw that kind of made this a little Well, theme. they're
0: making a little workaround basically, Five of Five is like. I guess they're able to put they can't put it on the console because I guess there's some PlayStation um, paperwork there. But somehow they're finding a loophole to where they can put it on Game Pass if it's just PC because it's on PC anyway. But now people are able to just like, well, instead of buying the game, if I have Game Pass, I can play it through the uh, Game Mm -hmm. Pass through PC way. Windows 10, 11 PC gamers can expect such features as ultra-wide mode, photo mode, high frame rate, and crossover content from very well-known franchises. They're adding different like power skeletons, all-terrain skeletons, armor plate stuff specific to this version. So basically, even though it's not the Death training Director's Cut that was pulled from PlayStation they're almost having their own sort of Xbox director's cut sort of version of their own specific extra content. But it is still going to offer like uh, what the director's cut in terms of PC of like the ultra wide and the higher frame rate and stuff like that. So I was bummed at first being like, ooh, I want the director's cut because I want the extra PC features of that instead of just the base game. But it looks like, this is almost just like a side version of that hey it's not director's cut yeah but it doesn't mean that it's more or less either now it's just more specific xbox stuff instead of specific playstation stuff that's all i'm sure sh- it's yeah I'm sure it's just as good so
1: no worries there that's cool that's cool that it's um too.
0: xbox seems aware of the questions surrounding this development and how a sony game is coming to its pc game pass service and it says we'll try and cover as many of them in a future community q a guide the blog post says to stay tuned for that and to keep an eye out for five hundred five games. Kojima Productions social media channels for more information. So apparently they're going to answer some questions on how they were able to make this possible. But yes, I th- just think it's a weird story because it sure. is a PlayStation IP, and somehow it's going to an Xbox Game Pass, even if it is just PC.
1: Right, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely an interesting story. There. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so we continue with the Embracer Group's
0: uh, world domination. Oh, now- first of all, first of all, before you continue, in case people <laughs> are curious, like Embracer, because they changed the name somewhat, but this is the group that bought THQ. Right. And remember, whenever THQ was buying all of these different games and companies and blah blah blah, and then eventually <laughs> people are like, "Oh, now Embracer. It's the same people." And right. so it's been about what three years now years of just years, sure. new purchases. What every month or two, we're just gonna new host wait, of am different I,
1: stuff. Am I confusing them? Is it wait? TSQ Nordic is that the same thing now? Yes, yes, okay, that's what I thought. Okay, yes, all right, so Embracer Group has acquired the lord of the rings and the hobbit ips more specifically middle earth enterprises which owns an extensive collection of motion pictures video games board games merchandising theme parks stage productions and the literary works themselves moreover seven other studios limited run games Singtrix, tuxedo labs tetsujin tripwire interactive bitwave games and an undisclosed company within the pc console gaming have also been acquired Geotech, known for its game accessories, has joined Embracer Group as well. Jesus, how do these people have this much money? I don't.
0: I, like, I just don't know what the plan is. <laughs> now, but more importantly, Lord of the Rings—that's huge—and it's not even just like, oh, just the films or just no, everything. Even the books, the That's literary cool. works, are a part of that. They just own everything Middle Earth-related now. That's, That's one. Exactly. Of I don't like this at all. Yeah. I do not like the fact that this is, I mean, God, it, that really did. It's one of those things where like, oh, well, it's not nothing I care about. So whatever. Oh, I definitely care about Lord of the Rings sure. and embrace her owning them. Now. I mean, I don't even know what this means. I guess technically maybe we could get more Lord of the Rings content and maybe it's good news. I'm mean, we'll wait and see on that. But the fact yeah. that it's just what seems like blood money just doesn't, uh i don't know excite me too much right right. but things like limited run games is somehow owned by them too now that's so weird the ones who make the the editions right of the games. yes yes like the collector's editions or physical versions of digital games that didn't exist otherwise it's just a while i don't know this is this is beyond i'm just i'm shocked like for real this is insane. Crazy stuff, man. So, like, this Amazon show, I mean, they're shooting that right now. Well, I think they're done shooting. I think they're now just edited and production and all of that. So, I guess Embracer's now going to own that show, too. And Anything Lord of the Rings coming forward is going to be owned by them. It's just so wild. That's a crazy. We'll have to keep an eye on that. High on Life, the upcoming first-person shooter from Justin Rowland's Squanch Games has been delayed. I was thinking, oh, this is the one game that has been delayed. Oh, cool. Nope. got delayed. Yeah, of course. Originally due out this October, High on Life will now hit Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC on December 13th, 2022. So it's still going to hit this year just at the end. Now, once I saw that, I'm like, okay, actually, that's kind of good news because there was a lot happening in October specifically yeah. and like November. So like to kind of get out of that because I do want to play this game, but I'm not going to choose like playing like Bayonetta three or God of war or whatever. Like the fact that like I can enjoy those and then play on life later. It's actually, I think a good move to I get out of all of
1: that. Yeah, it's a good
0: move. Yeah. We have good news and bad news. Feel free to choose the option you prefer to read first. We won't meddle with your free will. Is how they're worded. Yes. High on life is still coming in 2022. The team at Squanch Games is working hard towards developing the best gaming experience to hit your screens and just a little extra time to squash some bugs never hurts. With That in mind, our new launch date is set to December 13, 2022. The bad news, it's a game delay. Sorry, because we're making you wait an additional six-ish weeks Please accept the linked animation as an apology. And they had some cute little animation thing. (laughs) Um, Highland Life will be available via Xbox Series X and X, Xbox One, Windows PC, Day One on Game Pass, PC Game Pass, and through the Xbox Cloud Gaming. Thank you for your continued patience and support. Very cool. At least that's a better message than Harry Potter's. Hey, uh, sorry, it's getting delayed at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah, they tried to be. First of all, it's only six weeks, which is not bad at all, and they tried yeah. to be funny, make it a fun little thing. So I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> I'll I'll play that one when it drops. No, no rush on that. Do you remember um, this Evil West game? I do somewhat remember it. Yeah, so Evil West delayed two months will now release November twenty second. This is what they put out. Dear players, first of all, we would like to thank you for your continued support and patience for Evil West. I'm going to look up a video, by the way, while I'm talking. We are overwhelmed by the incredible reception the game has gotten so far from our trailers and the demo some of you played at PAX East. We are working our very best to achieve our vision of Evil West and to meet your expectations. Evil West releases on five platforms, including multiple generations of consoles. Giving our game more polish is crucial to provide our players with not only good, but also lasting memories, it's something we've always pursued. To ensure that the game reaches its full potential, we have made the decision to delay the worldwide launch of Evil West to November 22nd, 2022. We understand that game delays may be frustrating, but it's a necessary step to deliver the best experience to everyone. Thank you again for your awesome support and dedication. It drives us forward and pushes us to create the weirdest, wildest Western ride for all of you. Yeah, so I think I do remember being interested in this, but I'm pulling it up again. Just there to,
0: is uh, previews that people got to get their hands on and play this game in any time. Because I guess it was at PAX West or East, something like that. And I've heard in a lot of different podcasts people being able to play this and absolutely loving it, being like it was their game of the PAX. Yeah, 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 yeah. This does uh, look really Apparently, cool. this game yeah. is going to be awesome. Looks great, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm into it. And again, another... Well-worded delay announcement, I think.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely <laughs> done well. Uh, Multiverses was July's best-selling game in the U.S., even though it's a free game, thanks to its Crazy. $40 or higher tiered Founders Pat. So somehow that happens.
1: Hey, more power to it, man. That's great. <laughs> oh, still got to play that game.
0: It, it's, it's blowing up. I mean, clearly, how, how does a free game get most sold? Now this isn't microtransactions. This is copies of the games being sell is still right. sold. Everything else in July, even though it's free to play just because people wanted the founders pack that many people want a Founders pack that it still sells okay. everything else out in July. It's not people- how popular this game is. That's wild.
1: No, that is wild. That's a testament to how good the game is. I guess people really want to get in there get all the extras and yeah, it's great. Um, Anyway, let's talk about what we're watching and playing now. So, obviously, we talked about Rollerdrome a ton already. Yeah. I don't really have much more to say about that right now, but I am planning on probably beating it. Well, I'll definitely beat it before next time we meet. Um, so I'll have more to say on that. But, man, great game, super fun. I'm just going to keep talking about this game because more people need to play it.
0: Yes. Um,
1: now, at the beginning of the podcast, I was mentioning multiple sleepless nights playing real light into late into the night so most of my time was spent with Ghostwire tokyo doing this i remember i got this game like a week ago and i I wanted to just try
0: it out you were like kind of digging it but not loving it is what it was seeming like
1: yeah yeah definitely and even after beating the game i'm like conflicted on how i feel i think well let me just give you some context i did every side quest of course the side okay. quest started to get repetitive, but I just got to this point where I really wanted to see all of them through. I even did this ridiculous side quest at the end where you have to find uh, twenty-five hidden tanukis all around the city, and oh, wow. I just I had to like pull up a video and just watch it and just go to each spot. That kind of <laughs> drained me. That was like the last like late night I had doing that. But anyway, I completed all the side Reminds quests. Reminds
0: me of the uh, Spider-Man backpacks or something.
1: Yeah, totally, totally. Um, it definitely drained me doing that, that and all the side quests. That being said. Um, I thought the main story had a really interesting, kind of nice story. Um, The setting, as you know, really great. Like the way that the city looks and is designed, awesome. The enemy variety, yeah, they need to beef that up. It wasn't enough. And like the missions themselves, they had a cool story going on, but they were just too samey. Like a lot of the same stuff going on over and over and over. I think if the game was like a maybe a seven or eight hour game, That'd probably help this a lot. Because the way it
0: looks and the way it plays is great, but it's just yeah. every, like, it's shallow, I guess. It's very like, shallow.
1: It's like, okay, here's here's what every side mission consists of. Ready? Um, you see a spirit. Oh, I, I can't move on to the afterlife because something's going on in my house. Okay, you go in the house. You find some sort of demon. You seal the demon. You come back. You talk to him. Boom. Thank you. They move on. Like, mm-hmm. so many side quests are literally the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. So that, that is a weakness of the game for sure. Uh, I think they came up with some really cool ideas in this game, though. Like like you said, the powers, super cool stuff. Like, you have your wind, uh, fire, water powers. They all do different things. You can upgrade them. Um, doing the side quests did allow me to unlock a lot of cool abilities, which made the game more fun to play. So I'll give yeah. it that. Like, there's even an ability. There's these uh, creatures. I forgot what they're called. They're random spots around the city. They'll be, like, floating above, uh, like, a skyscraper, and you can grapple up to them, right? So, I eventually got this ability where you can summon your own of those creatures and grapple anywhere. So, it made it way more fun to traverse the city where nice. I can just look up. All of a sudden, they appear. You grapple up to them. Um, you, can, you can even, like, glide in the game, which is so random, but it's kind of yeah. cool. Made, like, going from place to place fun and exciting. So... Overall yeah, it has
0: like a cooldown to the gliding, so you can't glide yeah, for so yep, long and you yep. have to like time things out. Fun.
1: It, it's it's pretty cool. And you could upgrade it. Like I upgraded it to get to like five second glide instead of two seconds or whatever. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. That being said, overall, I think the game's probably like a good seven point five. You know, it's a it's a decent game, has an interesting story, a cool story about like, of course, the typical madman goes too far, but they switched it up with like the life and death worlds coming together and all that stuff the creepy like uh, antagonist i thought that was all really cool you know so what i recommend playing yeah what i recommend doing all the side quests like i did probably not do you know do a handful of them don't go crazy like i did i just couldn't stop myself <laughs> from doing all of them but um very cool game and the best part is when you do that tanuki side quest i don't know if you saw i posted in the group you get like a tanuki costume and you wear it oh, in the cool. cutscenes, so <laughs> I have this like really heavy cutscene, and I'm over here with a freaking Tanuki outfit. <laughs> on. It's awesome. So yeah, fun game. I'm glad I beat it. Definitely worth playing. And the last thing I finished was Stranger Things. So I finished. Uh, so you finished all of it? Yeah, I finished season four of Stranger Things, which again, okay, all nine of the episodes I think it was were all an yep. hour and a half, except the last episode was two and a half hours. Um, <laughs> And of course, no spoilers, even though someone spoiled one big thing for me, which I was really annoyed about. But I will say they did a really great job this season. I think the first few episodes start off a little slow, but by the time you get to the end, you realize, you know, there was a purpose for all that. Um, But episodes like, let's say six through nine are like bangers, like super, super good episode, like really grab you, pull you in. And they do this thing, which I was really impressed by is they have like four different storylines going on at the same time and they find a perfect way to bring them all together which i thought yes yes really happy about very
0: cool i feel Um, they could very quickly mess that up but they did yes yes
1: no they didn't they pulled it off very well it was it was really really good season um i know we're gonna be waiting at least like two years for the last season so i I believe the next season is the final season
0: random Um, question who are your favorite like characters let's say like like uh i love nancy a ton and i like the guy that hangs out with the uh, lesbian girl i forget his name oh steve yes steve and nancy are like my two favorites
1: steve's my definitely my number one favorite i do like nancy but i like steve i don't know i
0: like the like nancy drew aspect of yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh steve is
1: cool i like um well, maybe it'll be, be easier to figure out who I like, and I'll get rid of the ones who I don't. It's not that I don't like them; they're just not. They don't stick in my head much. Like I don't. I'm not a big fan of. Is Mike the one with the bowl cut, or is Will? the No, one that's kid? Will. 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 I'm like, yeah. eh, whatever. I don't really care
0: that much. I Mike, feel like it's very predictable, right? He's got. He's got to be gay, and they're trying to overly like portray right, that. So right. he's being very like shine and weird and da 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 because he doesn't know how to really come sure. out with it. Like I get sure. it, but I wish they would have went like. A little more subtle with, like they keep hammering it away, like as if well, we're not getting what's look going on. And I'm look like, I get it. it, we get it, we get it, we yeah. got it two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah, like, sure, sure. Look please. how they did it with
1: Robin. Like <laughs> Robin's, I think, was handled in a smart perfect. way. Perfect. I, yes. I remember, yes. these are this is the '80s, so this was not yes. widely
0: accepted back then. You know. Yeah. Um, so I get it, but again, like, yeah, Robin, that's the perfect example of way to do it. Now I get Robin's a little more like uh, outward uh, emotions, right? Yeah, She's a little sure. more. Uh, Not introverted as much so okay i get the dynamic there but again like i don't know that i just feel they could have written will a lot better like they could still try to achieve what they're trying to do but not shove it so much like and you can tell uh the monster i feel is still inside of them gotta be right Oh, well, well, he always
1: says that he still feels yes. like he can yes. feel him.
0: You know? I feel there's uh, going to be some big banger in the next season where somehow he's going to be playing into like sure. almost like a villain or something like that. Gotcha, and he's going gotcha. to let them get to the dark side because of all the tensions he's already having and all of that. Yeah. I yeah. totally see that happening.
1: I yeah. think, um, yeah, so, so that being said, Pretty I really way. like Steve is definitely my favorite, mm-hmm. but I do also like Max has really grown on me a lot. I really like her character now, mm-hmm. the Redhead mm-hmm. Girl um those are probably my two favorites as of right now but we'll see even this season like eddie is a cool character i like him so yeah i definitely enjoyed finishing it it'll be a while till next season so i'm not even gonna think about it for a long time probably but um the last thing i want to mention that i didn't even write down is the new um the game of thrones prequel starts tonight so i'm gonna watch that tonight and see what i think i know prequels are hard to to land sometimes but um yeah i'm hoping they can pull it off so we'll see i'm gonna watch it tonight <laughs> oh
0: uh one more thing stranger things i just yeah. need to mention the the side uh episodes where it comes to uh the mom and the cop yeah all of that side like story happening is so cool when they're in russia oh yeah i, I love yeah. it
1: yeah Th- that's what i was saying i was so impressed like they have that going on in russia then you have the group in Hawkins. then you have the
0: other group um on the other side wherever they were in california i think it was do you recognize the mom? The mom's, we own a writer. Like, she was in uh, Edward oh, Scissorhands. Yeah. and she's oh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. She's uh, so good in Stranger Things. Like she, it's She's almost, great. Yeah. She's
1: great. And and uh, Hopper lost a ton of weight, and they, like, put it into the story, which I thought yeah. was kind of cool. Like, he <laughs> mentions a few times. Like, he they address it. But wait, if I really think about it, you have the group in Hawkins, the group in California, the two in Russia— and then yeah. you have 11 where she is. like That's like yes. four different storylines, yes. and they find a great way to to not make Very them Very see-
0: different locations, yet they still intertwine yeah. with each other. Yeah. When
1: you get to the end of part one, which is episode, end of episode seven, you're not that far yet, right?
0: No, I finished it all.
1: Oh, you finished it? Oh, for yeah. some reason, I yeah, thought, yeah, you had yeah. thought you hadn't gotten there. Okay. No, no, so no. So, when you, that ending of part one, where they sh- there's a big revelation, I was like, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah. That was so, so cool how they did that. So. Yeah, definitely loved it. And I'm usually not that high on Stranger Things. Like, I watched season two and three, and I was like, "This is good, whatever." But this is the f- the first season in a while where I'm like, "Oh man,
0: this is great." You know, I really love it. Yeah, so. season one and season four definitely. That's, the that's how I that's here, how I yeah.
1: feel personally. So,
0: yeah, man. Um, so that's it. Basically, I've been playing like Persona Four Golden on my Vita. When, okay, so what I'm doing is like I'm actually taken out about with me. And so I'm finding little side times. So I'm like, Oh, um, I'm at a friend's we're talking, hanging out, not really doing anything. And I'll put like 20 minutes of it here and there. And it's like, I'm trying to use it as a, like I throw in my pocket since it is portable and I'm trying to figure out how to like work that in without bringing it. Like, I don't want to bring my steam deck with me. Uh, right. This right. is out of the house as weird as that is, even though it is a portable. And anyway, I'm now I'm like four hours into persona 4 golden during this, like I don't know, week and a half I've had it or so, and mm-hmm. I'm sucked in. I mean, I haven't played Persona Four since the PS2 release, so I wow. forgot a ton about it, if not everything. I like, I'm hardly remembering any of the main plots whatsoever. You know, so place, I'm like, oh, I don't remember. So I actually love that because it is such a great game, and I purposely want to forget as much as possible on a game I really love. So yeah, yeah, I'm happy to be playing through this. And yes, either I totally forgot it, or it's just new content. I can't even tell as I'm playing through the game because I'm like, man, I really, really don't remember this. And I'm like, sure. I wonder if it's just whole new cutscenes and stuff because of this golden. I don't know. Either way, right. Um, right? I I just have to shout out how somehow this game holds up incredibly well.
1: Everyone says so many good things about it, man. Yeah, it's great. It's great.
0: It's very relatable on how the people, the ages in the game, like they're in high school, they actually, they don't seem like eight-year-olds. They also don't seem like they're 35. I don't know. They're really good at portraying the age group and how they act. Like, they're slightly like maybe curse more or like re- more pervy than what they would like than what okay. they would probably showcase. If it was like a TV show, since it's a video game, they can lean a little harder into how, I gotcha. how an older teenager actually does act.
1: Um, that reminds me of like, when we were just talking about stranger things, by the time the show comes back, they're going to be like freaking 28 years yeah. old portraying, uh, <laughs> you know, 15 year old or something. No, but every time you bring up persona, all I can think about is how excited I am for Persona 5 to finally, finally see this game. Everyone says, like, out of all the Personas, well, at least this is what I've heard, they always put that one up. Persona it, 5 it is Royal, the best. I mean, like I, the best I've of played the them all, game. even,
0: like, one and two, and I, Persona 5 is the best one. one. It I is, can't wait, so. man.
1: I just, I, I can't wait to get into all the cool stuff that people love about Persona, like, you know, following the calendar and the social links and the battling and all that stuff. I can't wait, man. It's going yeah, to be a great Speaking of, yeah, October is going right, to
0: be man. flooded. That's when that's yeah. hitting. That's going well, to be my
1: Steam Deck game for sure. Yes, so. yes,
0: yes. Also, I wasn't... So, I have it on uh, PS5, well, through the PS4 release. Me too. Well, they're doing something so dumb. So, the they're doing a PS5 upgrade, just like they're doing the Series X and PC and all that. Well, they don't let you upgrade to the new version on PlayStation. You have to buy the game all over again if you want the 60 FPS and the 4K. And so I'm yet again about to restart this thing for like the fourth time, I feel like, because I'm going to want the upgrades in the 60 right. FPS. I saw a video of it running 60 compared to 30. Dude, it looks so awesome, especially in 4K and stuff. So I'm like, OK, God, here I go yet again <laughs> replaying this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I'm going to be able to get yeah, it through right. Game Pass so I don't have to buy it again, thank God. So I'm going to be able to play it on my PC, switch over to my Xbox, switch over to my Steam Deck, however platform I want to run, and I can just jump between the three through Game Pass. So that's going to be great for me. But I just really like, oh, here I am restarting yet again. Because I have yet to beat it. And I always get like 20, 30 the first time I got 35 hours in. This last time I was playing on my PS5 trying to start over because of Royal. I got 20 hours in. Here I am starting it again. Well, let me let me ask you a question. So when I tried to
1: play Persona Four a long time ago, I was having fun. Like I liked the anime aesthetic of it. It was kind of interesting what's going on. Then the more I played, I started to like it felt like overwhelming, like make sure you're uh, talking to this person and doing this and this and this. And it kind of like lost me a little bit. So I'm going to give Persona 5 a try no matter what. But is Persona 5, does it lean into like keeping these relationships and all that stuff. What makes this
0: much better than four is not, it's even more complicated than four in terms of its systems and having to deal with this person, that person, that person, but why this game is so much greater is because the pacing of it, like four really drags. You'll go multiple hours without really much happening. And five, it keeps new crazy things happening around every corner they're really good at keeping you like every hour you're going to see something new and insane happen and okay, it's going to keep you interested. That's okay, what that's I want to do. That's it does because it, it's going to be more complicated in terms of the social links. It is going to be complicated on like managing. Should I go to work? Should I deal with this person during this little time gap here? You're going to have even more of that in five. So in terms of, I can't say that that's better if not, it's worse in that department in terms of keeping you busy. But it's pacing and showing you something new and something keeping you pulling along, much grander, bigger mm. things happening in five.
1: Okay. So the whole the whole thing that you mentioned about the story keeping you like interested, that's what I really want. Like because I don't mind doing all the extra stuff as long as I have something pulling me towards it. That was my problem with Ghostwire Tokyo. It was almost like I was starting to lose momentum yeah. because I'm doing this side stuff. I don't really care that much, you know, so. So I'm example would man. be
0: if you're talking to a new person, Persona 5, like a side thing, like, okay, the doctor, you could go down this path of getting really close to the doctor and even dating her, right? And if you right. start go down this path, so many things unlock in terms of her story and keeping you super invested, you could ignore completely and go to this Dealing with the weapon guys storyline instead, you know what I gotcha, mean. Like you can gotcha. choose where you want to go down the these paths with these different people and where it takes you, and it's going to take you down completely different paths. But they're all far more interesting than what they were okay. for.
1: That's very cool. I'm, I'm, yeah. Like you mentioned, like I see other people rave about it on on PlayStation. I can only imagine on PC. This game is just going to be even
0: better. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm pumped, man. Can't wait.
0: So what I wanted to do here before we go, is just go over all the exclusives we have to the end of 2022. A lot of things got pushed out of the year, delays left and right. Every episode we have, what, two, three, four delays we got to talk about. (laughs) So let's focus on what is coming and on each platform. So Xbox first here. Again, all of these games are going to be day one game pass. So Immortality comes out August 30th. Interactive movie from Sam Barlow, The Mind Behind Her Story. Did you play Her Story? I didn't. I, I, did. I, I didn't beat it, but I, I okay. played it for a little while. Uh, this is a new game by him. You'll jump through three different movies spanning more than three decades as you unravel a chilling narrative that plays out through a live action series. Much of the game is shrouded in mystery, but it looks to be another novel concept from Barlow. Grounded, September 27th.
1: This is the official release of it, right?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, then we get Scorn, October 21st. Scorn isn't for the faint of heart. The first-person horror game will send uh, you to a wait. variety of nightmarish locations as you try to solve puzzles and learn more about the strange world you're inhabiting. Ammo and weapons are scarce, and you'll need to pick your battles carefully if you want to survive every threat Scorn throws your way. Do we have any new footage of this game? Because I feel like I want to
1: see more and more of it, but I haven't seen anything. I would
0: assume or... so. I, ha- I purposely haven't looked it up, but... Because so, see... it's pretty close.
1: Okay. Oh. June 12th, there was a new gameplay and release date trailer. That's only one minute long, so nothing okay. nothing crazy.
0: Uh, Pertiment. You remember what this is? Yes. It's... I want this
1: one. Okay. I want this game.
0: Uh, November of this year, Pertiment is an RPG that's inspired by historical manuscripts. The game's art style looks like something out of a history book, which fits perfectly in a 16th century Germany setting. When you're not oogling, it's eye-catching graphics. You'll play as Andres Mailer, an artist who gets tangled up in a series of scandals, and it'll be up to you to get them out of trouble. I'm, I'm super pumped for this game. I really can't yes, wait, man. Yes, I think it looks. Great. I highlighted this next one: Warhammer 40k Dark Tide coming out November 30th, but the PC version's hitting November 30th, and the Xbox version is saying shortly after. I don't know if that means a week. I don't know if that means a month. But it seems like, even so, the console version will still release this year. But we don't have a specific launch date for Dark Tide on Xbox, but expect to drop on PC November 30th. The game is a cooperative adventure that sees you and three other players blasting your way through the city of Tartium as you discover a story that will continue to be told in the months following launch. If you love Tide, this is one to keep your eyes on. Did you ever play Vermintide? Vermintide is amazing. Co-op I've heard game. good things, though. Never played yes. it. Yes. So, this is the next one. So, big game there, too. And then, last one for Xbox, High on Life, December 13th now. Uh, Justin Rowland, co creator of Rick and Morty, is responsible for High on Life. So, it should be, come as no surprise that it's filled with dark humor, a cast of colorful characters, and dialogue that keeps it actually from Rick and Morty. You're tasked with saving the world from an intergalactic threat. Using an arsenal of talking guns to help you take down your foes. It's a wild concept, but one that looks like a breath of fresh air in a sea of gritty military FPS games. Okay, now, cool. on to play. So, Xbox, how many games is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six games. All right. Well, uh, still to come on Xbox, PlayStation. We got our good
1: old God of War Ragnarok. You know, not a <laughs> not a small game at all, <laughs> but um, big yeah. release.
0: But somehow, this is the only one. Of yep. the rest of 2022, that PlayStation release exclusive—that is what. Yeah. That's that's one. That's a horrible look. Two, like you would. I I looked a long time. Believe me, I was searching left or right. I was like, well, there's. I'm sure there's an indie game. I'm sure there's something. I cannot find a single other game other than this releasing. Yeah, PlayStation. This is it, Weird. man.
1: But uh, you know, it'll be a big one, I'm sure. But yeah, so <laughs> look forward to that. And then uh, we got Nintendo Splatoon Three coming soon, September 9th. Yeah, I'm, they're loading this game up. From everything I've seen, they're just more and more and more to do. That, they had a huge whole direct. How long was that direct that they came out with? There's a bunch uh, of stuff. 30 there, minutes. Right? 30 minutes. Yeah, man, it's yeah. pretty substantial. So you got that one to look forward to. Potion Permit, September 22nd. I actually don't know much about this one, but it says players find themselves transported to the small town of Moonbury, an idyllic villager that has always been wary of the outside world. Taking on the role of a chemist, you'll help cure the mayor's daughter and convince the residents of Moonberry of the wonders of modern alchemy. Okay. So if you play a little role as a chemist, I mean I don't really know much about it. I'm gonna look that up though. That sounds interesting. But then October 20th, we have Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope. Obviously, if you played the first one, you know what to expect with this. Like XCOM style um, battle with Mario characters and rabbits characters. And they made us somehow like playing a game with rabbits in it. But they did it. Yeah. Them, yeah. Yeah. Because my God, the first one was great. Um, out of three, don't even have to say much about that one. God, I've been waiting for this game so freaking long. I cannot wait. More out over 28. Over the top ridiculous situations oh and for all of you guys who are ashamed or embarrassed you can turn on the uh what is it called naive angel <laughs> that, what's that mode i called? call
0: it i call it game journalist mode
1: yeah game journalist mode no problem they i, I swear if i see one review say something negative about the over the top <laughs> like that stuff I'm like you didn't turn on the mode that's your fault <laughs> all right we got harvestella sounds like it combines action rpg and farming sim gameplay okay like a harvest moon type but by square Enix uh, Enix. developer
0: here. And it actually looks very high end.
1: I've seen this one. It does. It does look pretty interesting. That's cool. Um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So this is the biggest question mark for me. I want to get these games.
0: Oh, I'm the hearing... date! Sorry, the date of oh, Harvestella is November fourth.
1: November fourth, and Pokemon is November eighteenth. So I want to get these games. I'm I'm so on board. I I, I want something to <laughs> grab me, pull me in, something fun. And I see it seems like they're doing a lot of cool stuff, different campaigns, all this stuff. Please just get like just don't give me the same thing you always give me. Just give me enough yeah. to change it up, and I'm in. So I'm sure, no matter if I buy it or not, you know, millions of people will buy this game. So. Um yeah, we got that and then finally you got Dragon Quest Treasures December 9th. So I don't know much about this game to be honest. What type of game is this even? Like even reading the description I'm not really sure. Have what, you
0: ever played a Dragon Quest Jokers game before? I haven't, no. Well, it's like a side series of Dragon Quest. They've been making them since DS and what it is is almost gotcha. like a monster capturing sort of game.
1: Uh okay. Where-
0: uh, you'll sort of get different monsters along a journey. And you'll use them for different reasons. Uh, They're merging that with also a treasure hunting game because these two characters in the main Dragon Quest eleven they were, when they were little growing up, brother and sister, and they like used to be pirates that would travel the world finding all of these big treasures, and it goes oh, okay. into uh, all of their story. So okay. it's... Yeah, it looks pretty cool. So you'll be like selling to different lands, trying to going through this sort of pirate story here. So yeah, we got Dragon Quest Treasures, Pokemon, Harvestella, Bayonetta three, Maroon Rabbits, Potion Permit, and Splatoon three. So still to come this year. Yep, that's uh pretty impressive. I'm looking like like you mentioned
1: for okay. Well, I guess I guess they had The Last of Us Part One too, right? I mean, I guess that counts as a re. I mean, okay, yeah. That. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I'm like, God, is it really? That's it. I tried, um, but yeah, I,
0: I, I sh- we, sh- I guess we should count that, right? Yeah, Perhaps I would count that. One.
1: But that's okay. literally the, the only other one that comes up
0: is For which got delayed, obviously. Yeah, but besides that, these are some um, strong Xbox games. These are some strong Nintendo games. So it's just weird. Yeah. If you only have a PlayStation, it's gonna be a little dry outside of the Sky of War.
1: Yes, yes, agreed. But they did I guess throughout the year they had
0: a good amount of like I'm looking now. They Ghost had um Horizon, they had Gran Turismo, and they Ghost had Bar, one Bar, other. Tokyo, Ghost well, that Tokyo was, and Stray. Well, it okay, was, it wasn't on it was Xbox, only on, it was on yeah. PC and yeah, yes. Yeah, so that's why right.
1: okay. um it looks like Stray was only on PlayStation and PC. Um, I don't know what Death Verse Let It Die is or Ano Mutationum. And yeah, I never heard Eagles. of those. Never heard of those. But anyway, it looks like they hit earlier in the year. But yeah, I still think okay. they should have split, split it up a little better. But yeah. Anyway, okay. that's that for those exclusives. So
0: well, New game watch here, and then we'll get out of here. Um, F1 Manager 2022, all platforms, August 25th. SD Gundam Battle Alliance August twenty fifth, Pac Man World Repack August twenty sixth, Soul Hackers two August twenty sixth, twenty sixth. But Soul Hackers two, I wanted to side note. I've been uh-huh. the reviews are out now, and it's in like the seven range. I was really looking forward to this okay. game, but the dungeons look really stale, and it's look. I don't know. I keep the more I'm looking at this, the more I'm just like, ah, oh, that's uh, like it doesn't look good to me. I'm I'm going to hold off, wait for it cheap, maybe try it then. But I was quite hyped because it's like another Atlas JRPG. But it looks to be like, basically, it's a more shallow version of uh, Persona or Shimigami Tensei. This looks like a, like, if you're new to JRPGs, you may want to try this because they've simplified a ton of things across the board. The battle systems way simpler. The dungeons are way simpler. Even the story doesn't really go too far, and so everything I'm seeing, I'm just like, eh. Anyway. Uh, okay. Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobed, All Systems, August 30th. Immortality, that's that, uh, Xbox exclusive, and PC. Also Game Pass, August 30th. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Bunk Collection, all platforms, August 30th. And then Tinykin uh playstation xbox with all platforms also day one game pass august 30th all right there it is and uh
1: that'll do it i'm getting pumped for all these games coming and like i said we should we should check in with uh how we're feeling about uh, I,
0: out of all of this um okay what are your like the games coming in like yeah so me scorn pertinent yeah. I live. I want those three Xbox God of War. I want really badly. Splatoon three, of course. I want really badly. Mario and rabbits. I want really badly. Bayonetta three, really badly. Harvestella, really badly. Po- Actually, mm-hmm. every Nintendo exclusive I'm wanting outside I'm of I don't one. know about this potion permit. I just don't know too yeah, much about it. Yeah. But the rest of those, I badly want.
1: For me, probably Bayonetta three. Mario rabbits for sure. Those are like guaranteed ones. The others are maybe god of war for sure um scorn definitely pentaman i want to play yeah and then there's some other ones that i'm likely will get but i'm not like frothing at the mouth for like pokemon i need to see splatoon i might get because it does look really cool um so yeah i'm excited okay. for some of these man can't wait
0: all right well uh i guess we'll next see you night. guys next week all right see you later